All right. So tonight we recorded an episode of Free Basketball where we talked about the NBA coming back. Uh, we're all very excited about that, but as exciting as that is, we did feel the need to address um, what's currently going on in the country. I don't think any of the three of us are going to be providing any new perspective um, or adding necessarily anything to the conversation surrounding this week that hasn't already been discussed. But to just give a brief synopsis, about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, a gentleman by the name of George Floyd was murdered by the police. One of the police officers uh, had his knee on his neck. I think the video is nine minutes long. And three other officers stood by and did nothing. So that has made it painfully obvious that we definitely have a problem in this country. It's something that definitely needs to be addressed and taken care of. Um, something that was shocking to me that I've learned this week was how much power um, the local governments actually have over policies that police departments. Uh, I guess I've always thought that, you know, your mayor doesn't really do a whole lot, but the mayor actually does the mayor of cities and county commissions and things like that. They actually do have quite a bit of um, say over what happens in the police department. It really depends on what city you're in, but I say all that to say this, um, if you're like me and you're having a hard time figuring out what you can do to help out, I would recommend something that I found. It was not hard, but it definitely um, could potentially have an impact if enough people do it. Um, there is a website. It is called 8cantwait.org. Um, the people here have done quite a bit of research into police violence um, and killings and the things that lead to those events. And basically what they've come up come up with is there are eight policies that could reduce the killings by police by up to eight, by up to 72%. That seems pretty significant to me, um, something that I could get behind. I have been thinking about this, you know, this stuff a lot this week and trying to figure out where I fit into all of this. And I think this is kind of the lane that I can occupy. So if you feel, you know, the same way I do. Um, you can go on this website. It lists all the policies. They seem pretty straightforward. Um, they make a lot of sense to me. And if uh, you just plug in the city that you live in, it pulls up whether or not these policies are enacted in the city that you are in. If they are not, it makes it really easy. It provides a phone number and email for your local government, whether that's the mayor or whoever it is that you need to speak to. You can send an email. You can make a phone call, whatever you prefer and ask that these changes be made. Um, your local government has most of the power to do that, and I think that is where the change is going to be made, is at the local level. And it's a really easy thing to do. You can make a donation if you'd like to. It's a really small, small nonprofit organization that puts together all this research and is just basically trying to make the world a more equitable, equitable place for everyone, which is something that I can get behind. So I will leave you with that. Um, without further ado, here is free basketball. The NBA is back, guys. Let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to an episode of free basketball. The NBA is back, or at least Woo! we hope it is. And we hope it's here to stay. I am your host, Ryan Meadows, and I am joined as always by co-host, Mr. Cody Holsey. Howdy. Can I get a, as our resident wrestling fan, can I get a Ric Flair woo from Danny Goodtakes about the return of the NBA? Woo! Yes! That, that woo you hear is the other co-host, Mr. Daniel Greer. How are you, sir? Woo, woo, woo! I'm good. We're back, baby! We are back. The NBA is back. They have decided and actually finalized that we are going to have a couple regular season games and an actual playoff. So maybe we can talk we'll about get... a real playoff bracket and not a made-up quarantine bracket. Playoffs. <laughs> what? <laughs> so we are about to get back into the regular swing of things. Now we were off last week, and there's a reason why, which we'll talk about probably here in a minute. But we Point are going to be talking about the comeback of the NBA and the actual format they came with because. Of course, we've got to have questions about it, and we want to give our thoughts and opinions. And I also have an axe to grind this episode, so mm. for you Grizz fans, 
this might be of some interest to you. So stay tuned. Yeah. Episode coming right up. This is the first time Ryan will not be considered a hometown hater. First things first, we were off last week because something happened to me and my family. Uh, If you don't follow us at all, or if you just listen to us first time, I just had another baby. This makes my third. And I have two boys so far. Was really hoping to get that, you know, diamond in the rough girl. Really excited. I got it. I did it, guys. I got my daughter. Good luck. <laughs> Daniel, you have two of them? Yes, two dollars. It's crazy. Very different. Good luck. <laughs> Cody, any advice? I have no children, so I would not begin to give a parent advice on parenting. <laughs> Seems like that's one of the things that parents really don't appreciate. Um, yes. When you tell them how to parent a child and you don't have your own kids. So I would just say, you know. Yeah, I have nothing for you. <laughs> the only things I could think of were like shitty things to say that would be funny, but like obviously not my obviously not my real views. But I'm not trying to get anybody pissed off about you know. Now, Cody, the fact, you also the fact have, that being a parent is not as hard as having a real job or something like that. You know. Now, Cody, you have uh, some professional news, don't you? Oh, something happened I, in your professional life. Yeah, I was promoted at work. So whoa. Don't get excited new, about it. Got right. a new title, the uh, general manager now. So Whoa! I, I now I now generally manage. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, enough of that. That was fun. <laughs> so yeah, glad we're back, exciting. guys. I missed talking uh, to y'all last week. Also, I got promoted to thirty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you turned thirty. Yeah, so cool. yeah. new decade in life. I'm officially an adult. I have put away childish things. I no longer watch TV, play video games, or do anything fun. I just read books and um, talk about business and mortgages. And podcasts about basketball. And, and basketball. Yeah, basketball. I'm probably giving that up, too, as I go into 30. Um, <laughs> we all 30s, gave it up gotta, for a while. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of basketball, let's get into this. Let's talk about the NBA coming back. They have decided they are they are going to come back July 31st. So we got another full month before we actually see basketball. Now, in a previous episode with just me and Danny, uh, we had a little bet what would happen first. The yeah. NBA makes a decision about the season or if Danny would get his furniture. So I have to ask, Danny, did you get your furniture? I have not, and and realistically, <laughs> <laughs> we heard a rumor that it could be June the fourteenth. We don't know if that's a shipping day. Uh, when it's Did they charge you for this furniture? <laughs> um, but we did do home renovations. Uh, our house has been an absolute mess. Everything's been covered in plastic. So blessing in disguise uh it was kind of good because it's not here so it wasn't in the way yeah, uh, thanks wayfair you're really helping with the renos yeah but i have no <laughs> we have no clue where it is our rug just arrived from two months ago it arrived last week um nice. so that was Ooh, crazy piece by piece so maybe by hey, 2021 you'll be able to sit in seats if yeah. it makes you feel any better i got two new couches uh <laughs> last week um and it took me about three hours <laughs> Buy um, shop local people. That's the yeah. that's the lesson. We shop all in your here. neighborhood. That is actually like the that's the anthem. <laughs> I went up the street, got a U-Haul, picked up the couches, brought them back to my house, to put, took the U-Haul back. Literally, bought them, got them. Two hours done. <laughs> now with also, the NBA. All right, go ahead, go ahead. No, I just had one last thing. I was just gonna say with this July thirty first start for the NBA, this is actually on topic. With the way twenty twenty is going, I literally am praying every single night that a like meteor doesn't hit Disney World. <laughs> the or way a things giant are going, sinkhole doesn't open up in the ground and just swallow it whole. That it is an interesting thing. I might talk about later. It's the uh, unusual activity of hurricanes this season. Apparently, high hurricane potential season. We might get into that later, maybe. But let's talk We're about actual actual format that the NBA agreed upon, both players and teams. 
Um, 22 teams have been invited to Orlando, to Disneyland. Is it Disneyland or Disney World? It's Disney World. Disney World. Land is in L.A. An easy way to remember that is Los Angeles and Land. Both Mm. have L.A. Helpful tip. Also, World has O-R-L, like the shortened uh, nomenclature for Orlando when you watch them play in the NBA. So this is Disney... (laughs) Disney World in Orlando. So that's the current playoff teams. In addition, these other six teams were invited. The the Sacramento Kings, San Antonio Spurs, New Orleans Pelicans, Portland Trail Blazers, the Phoenix Suns, and the Washington Wizards. All invited. And the format will be they will play eight game eight regular season games each. We have not heard a definitive what that schedule is going to be the general idea has been take the next eight games in each team's schedule but we'll talk about that in a little bit more later uh the interesting caveat that was added that i did not really see coming was the play-in game now they had mm. been talked about them having a little play-in tournament and all that kind of stuff but the ninth seed, whoever that ends up being, has to be within four games of the eighth seed to force that play-in series. And in that play-in series, it's if the eighth seed wins game one, it's over. The eighth seed is the eighth seed. They're locked in playing the number one seed. If the eighth seed loses the first game, they have to play again. So the ninth seed would have to win two games in a row back-to-back in order to get actually get into the playoffs. So, Daniel, are you just over the moon that the NBA is back, that you're fine with this? Or do you have specific thoughts? Are you pro? Are you against? What was your first feeling that you had when you saw that they were coming back and this is what the format was going to be? Yeah, so my first thought initially is, thank God we're getting basketball back. Um and then I th- had to learn and try to figure out what in the world this format meant, uh, trying to just break it down and just just figure out the ins and outs because it's kind of a little different, obviously. Uh, but I think it's fair, and I think it's actually fair for the Grizzlies, and I think it's something that's going to be exciting, and I also think it really could benefit the Grizzlies with having to win just one of two games if they make it into the eighth spot. If for some reason they can't grow the lead to uh, four games, then I think that they can easily beat some one of these other teams one out of two games. So I think it's fair, and um, I think it'll be fun and exciting throughout the entire eight-game stretch that everybody's playing. Now, Cody, I'll switch it to you here. Obviously, the main focus is going to be for this play-in game, right? And obviously, everyone has pinpointed the Grizzlies, the Trailblazers, and the Pelicans. Like, this is kind of set up to be this, like, intriguing final thing. These are the three teams that people, everyone's going to be watching, right? Everyone wants to see this happen. Daniel says he thinks it's fair for the Grizzlies. Would you agree? I hesitate to say that yes, it is 100% fair because I haven't done all the math on everything yet. But looking at this, so the Grizzlies currently, as it stands, have played one more game than both the Pelicans and the Kings. Um, they're 32 and 33. The Pelicans and the Kings are 28 and 36 each. The Blazers, however, are 29 and 37, have played one more game than the Grizzlies. And I that's the thing that I don't know. Every team is playing eight games. Like, that's decided, right? Like, that's set in stone. Correct. Right. So, my question is, what happens if the Blazers end up being three games behind instead of, like, being four or more out of it, and they end up having to do the play-in game, but it's because they've played one more game than the Grizzlies. Like, that doesn't seem fair. Like, there there seems to be some interesting, like... And the same thing with the Kings and the Pelicans. Like, if we're saying this is going to be, like, a fair shot for everybody, like, the Spurs have played two less games than the Grizzlies. 
one less game than the Pelicans and the Kings, three less games than the Blazers. Like, it just seems like there should be some sort of, like, everyone should end up at the same number of games. If that makes sense. So, like, the final ending regular season game. Yeah, like, if... So, like, the Blazers shouldn't have played 74 and the Pelicans played 72. Right, and and the same thing with the Grizzlies. Like, everyone should end up at the same number of regular season games. You're comparing apples to apples because... I'm just telling you right now, if the Blazers make it into the playoff because they ended up being like two or three games behind, or three games, let's say three specifically, or even three and a half games behind, just the fact that they played one extra game seems like it would cause there to be some sort of questions about what's going on. So I don't know how they're going to figure that out. I don't know if there is a plan for that or if they're just like, well, this is what we decided, eight games for everybody. But I think, you know, in terms of regular season, I think it would make sense that everyone play the same number of games. So, like, Portland would play seven games. The Pelicans might play eight or nine. The Grizzlies would play eight. Like, if, if I guess it depends on who you're using as, like, what number of ga- I think they should have chosen a number of games to get to instead of just saying eight across the board. Yeah, I... That's why I'd say it's not set in stone because we don't really know what's going to happen because obviously the first thing I did when they said if they're going to do the next eight games, I went and looked at the next eight games mm-hmm. for these teams, right? And the next eight games is going to be eight games against teams that are in the playoffs, yep. okay? So the Grizzlies were set up to have the toughest final stretch of the regular season if we had it than anybody in the NBA, I believe. And the Pelicans were going to have one of the easiest, and that's because the Pelicans had a murderous beginning of the season. So now it's when you're just playing these playoff teams, it kind of evens out schedule-wise, right? Right. You would think. Uh, But if you go look at the next eight games, just purely the next eight games, for the Grizzlies, their next eight would be the Blazers, the Jazz, the Spurs, the Thunder, the Bucks. The Pelicans twice in a back-to-back, and the Celtics. Yeesh. Then if you look at the Pelicans, it's the Kings, the Jazz, the Clippers, the Spurs, the Grizz twice, the Kings again, and the Magic. So, I don't know. Does that seem a little easier to you? It is a little easier. I will say something that is nice is that, like, they eliminated all of those bottom feeder teams, so it probably eliminated some of those easier games. So here's here's the problem that they're going to have is because the Blazers' next eight, they had, you know, a kind of hard, you know, medium of the road, I would say, and then they had a slate of games with teams that did not make this final format. So their next eight games would be the Grizz, the Rockets, the Mavs, the Celtics, the 76ers, the Nets. Then it skips, and then they would have to play the Grizz again, and then the Nuggets. But if you go by the next eight for the Grizz, their last one before they get to the Blazers is the Celtics. So there's a weird kind of overlap a little bit, especially with the Blazers, so I'm not sure how they're going to approach that because if, you know, if the Grizz have already reached eight games with the Celtics and the Blazers were supposed to play the Grizz, well, they can't make the Grizz play at ninth, right? right? Right. So would they just propel and skip that Grizz game? If they do, their last two are the Nuggets and the Clippers. So that's what we're not sure of yet. I'm interested to see how they're going to fix that because there is going to be overlap like that. And I'm very interested to see because are you worried at all about the NBA having a little bit of an ulterior motive of getting A, Zion, or B, Damian Lillard in this playoff game and the Grizzlies just getting... You know, it's fair that they get a murderous eight games because they were slated to have a murderous final 20 anyways but are you worried about a little bit about kind of a little bit of a shadiness against the grizz danny do you feel it all for the grizz see i don't worry about too much because realistically the grizzlies can go four and four um three and five they're gonna hold on to their spot in the eighth it's gonna be very 
very hard hard for anybody to jump them with eight games left, right? But are you more worried about a two-game play-in? Because it I'm seems not, like no matter what, we're going to get so this So they're just play playing in, two right? games? I, I would I – they have to play two games. That's it. Oh, the Grizzlies only have to win one. But oh, the Grizzlies okay. only have to win I'll one. I'll take my chances with the Grizzlies winning anybody, anybody by, besides Milwaukee – and the two Los Angeles teams. I'll take my Grizzlies against any other team in the league to take one out of the two. So you're 100%. not worried at all about nope. losing two games in a row to one of the Blazers or the Pelicans. Well, the Blazers have nope. Hassan Whiteside, and that's like their biggest problem. But here's the other thing. They might be getting Zach Collins and Nurkic back. But they're still cool. going to. They haven't played together before. Great. Cool. We mean they haven't played together before. They made the Western Conference Finals last year. This year, they haven't like played together oh. It's going to that take. That is true. The, like they, it's going to take like, long. The other thing that we don't know about any of these teams is like what kind of shape are the players going to be in? Right. Does this Zion is... eat a bunch of beignets? We don't know. <laughs> I think we know that's a guarantee. But uh, <laughs> that's the other interesting thing about this. It's like who is who has an advantage of kicking hot right at the start the of an eight game series? Right. I to me, it feels like a young team. Wouldn't you? Well, I would definitely Maybe. say a young team, but I also would say it's a team with – I would also say teams with, like, a lot of veterans would be another team because right. those guys probably, especially with, like, superstars like LeBron, those guys were looking ahead to the playoffs, no, trying to figure out a way for the league to come back. And I think that teams with older veteran leaders probably stayed in touch with all their teammates and tried to make sure that everyone was actually like, hey, we're planning to make a playoff run. Like, let's not lose sight of that. And also, and something on that, the Grizzlies deal, is you're playing Milwaukee. They have a six-and-a-half game lead on Toronto. They're not losing that. Um, it doesn't matter no if court. they lose. Yeah, there's no home court. It doesn't matter if they lose the overall number one seed to the Lakers. What are you going to do, put them in a different hotel? Okay, we'll put <laughs> you at the Hilton instead of the Marriott. Okay, put you at the Drury down there. Who cares? Instead, like, of, plug, does it really, instead of staying does it at the Polynesian, you're staying at the – one of the other ones. <laughs> the Grand Floridian. I was trying to think of the other Disney hotels. <laughs> and then you have, okay, so the so the Grizzlies play the Milwaukee Bucks. They're playing a midway through, so at some point, do you just kind of play Giannis 20 minutes and just kind of like get him into it and then sit him, get him in, sit him? Maybe that's one of the games. The last game projected, last game of their uh, eight games is Boston. At that point, you're like, hey, the – you know, this is going to start in a few days. Let's get some of these guys in, get them a good run, but we're not worried about winning. That's another thing you have to worry about. Some of these games, some of these teams don't care about winning, especially in the East. Well, that's true. Because but you'd also they're going to be up. There's no way they can lose their spot. Most of these guys cannot lose their spot if they just go 500, you know, in basketball. So that you bring up a good point because although I do have thoughts about the Grizz, which I'm going to say for the end. I am interested in the middle of the conference seating uh, because there is a lot of really close races between, you know, in the East, there's basically four wins that separates third and sixth seed. That changes matchups completely. Like, we still have no idea what the playoff matchups could be. In the West, I mean, you've got – it's really close between, you know, fifth through seventh seed. And even, right. you know, a couple seeds. I mean, the Lakers pretty much have it locked up. The Clippers, I mean, they're five game behind them, but there's no way they're making that up in eight games. Right, right behind the Clippers is a game behind is the the Nuggets. Two games behind the Nuggets is are the Jazz. And then you have three teams that have the same 40 wins, the Thunder, the Rockets, and the Mavs. So, really, there is in play – a change of seating possibility between seeds two through seven. Yeah. It's not going to happen because I expect the Clippers to hold on to two or three, but there is a world in which the Dallas Mavericks shoot up to a three seed. Like this is possible. And this could really throw things wild. Now, do you think that really matters come for this playoff time since they're all be in the same place we heard about the format. They'll be playing it like Summer League. There'll be six games a day, which, thank you, Lord. Um, uh, I miss March Madness, so I get a little taste of that. But, I mean, 
do you think that matters really this year with seeding? Or do you think teams are going to actually actively be looking for matchups? Like, obviously, the Clippers want to stay two. They want to be opposite right. of the Lakers. They want to meet them in the Western Conference Finals. Like, besides that, I mean, do you really think, like, some of these teams care where they're actually positioned? Cody? I don't I don't necessarily know that the seeding matters to anyone. I mean, ultimately, you're all playing in this. If you're if you clinch the playoff spot, you clinch the playoff spot. You're all playing in the same place anyway. What I do think will be interesting about these last few games as opposed to uh, the last few games of a typical regular season is that instead of teams having been in the rhythm of playing games for a while and looking to get guys rest if they don't need the seeding or whatever – uh, I think you're going to be looking at a lot of teams, not necessarily worried about seeding, but worried about their players being in like game shape and in the rhythm of like playing basketball and having their bodies ready. So I think you may see more people play more of those, you know, elite players that typically get some rest towards, you know, stretch of the playoffs might be getting some more burn in those games just to get their bodies into, you know, the natural rhythm of playing basketball when they've been off for the last three months, basically. Daniel? So I, I don't think there's going to be much change. I, I think you're going to see a few teams, few teams from each side jockeying. You're talking about Utah, OKC, Houston. I, I think you'll see those three teams uh, move around a little, depending on who they're looking to play the last few games. And maybe you'll see over uh, Philly, Indi- um, Indiana, Miami, you might see those three moves, but we're talking about three teams in each uh, league move. I think that's all it's going to move, really. And so I think at that point, when you get to the last few, you're like, all right, you know, if we win these two, we're good. We can pick up, you know, you know, somebody to play that we might match up better with, such as like the Grizzlies don't match up well against New Orleans. So if they were the seven and a two, they would try to, you know, dodge them if possible. Um, so you're, you're looking at maybe Philly, maybe they want to get out of that and they want to jump up to the, uh, the five seed so they can get away from Boston. So I don't know. I I think you'll see teams move around, try to move around a little bit, but you won't see much movement up at the top or the bottom. I think the movement will be based on matchups. Okay. So we're not really too worried about like, you don't think teams really care that much where they're going to be? No, I mean, I definitely it's basic. Think... It's basically who can get back to as close as to what they were in March right? before right. anybody else. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think exactly. that's going to be the most important thing. And then secondarily will be like, who are we playing in the first round? The other thing I want to talk about is, are y'all okay with them bringing 22 teams yeah. in here? I am. Yeah. Is there what else a are you better? Do, though? Is there a better format? I think the World or, Cup or format or twenty would have teams. Been the twenty team World Cup format would have been better because, like, if you look at if you look at the standings as they are right now, like something I was just I was just looking at is what are what are the chance the the Wizards right now are five and a half games back from the Magic. So like, what are the chances that like they're gonna make a push into the playoffs with like what they have left on the schedule and the teams that are available to play? Same thing looking at the Spurs and the Suns. Like, I get having the Blazers, Pelicans, and the Kings because they're all, right now, three and a half games back. Right. Um, But I don't really understand the point of having the Suns and the Spurs there. So, I know it's 22, but, like, specifically the Suns. Like, you could get rid of the Suns and the Wizards. And, like, maybe they just had to have an Eastern Conference team so that they could potentially have a play-in game over there, too. But if that's the case, then, like, just 86 the Suns and the Spurs and call it a day and have 20 teams. Yeah, yeah I don't get why they included those two. They have to win eight in a row, and they ha- and the, the right. Grizzlies, have everybody else has to go, like, two and six them to have a chance like if you're going to invite those two why not invite the next two who would have been the hornets and the bulls i mean the hornets are one win less than the wizards right but they're like, right. seven and the, and games bulls, behind as opposed to six and a half you know or five and a half yeah but if if you think someone was six games behind as a chance why wouldn't you think someone was seven games behind yeah I, you know i, I can't like event that's one of those things where the line you have to set the line somewhere i guess yeah, I'm just curious why the line was set here. Yeah, I 
what was the point of that? Was it because I, they needed more markets I, that were interested in this? I think they Or do you think it Booker. was because of – do you think it's also because of – obviously, we've talked about before with the RSNs, the regional sports networks. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are agreements to 70 games. You've got 22 teams that are going to get to 70 games. Yeah. So – was that you think factored in and that they just made X amount of dollars more by having 22 instead of just the RSNs from 20? Yeah. I mean, I mean do you think that was part of it? That probably is because it of definitely, it. it definitely wasn't for a basketball factor. Right. Right. That's what I I'm kind of it- curious of because I'm curious about that. And I'm also kind of curious, like obviously we're going to start talking about lottery stuff and the NBA right. draft. I'm curious what this does to that, you know, because you're talking about, you know, six teams that should be in the lottery if we just ended it and went to playoffs. How does that change kind of the lottery fortunes for some teams? Like, is there a world in which the Spurs just say, look, screw it. Like, we're down five games. It's not going to happen. Let's hope. Phoenix and Washington try to go for this. Let's tank them all. Let's improve our lottery spots by two spots. Hey, the Grizzlies went from what? 10th to second last year or whatever and got John Morant. Maybe we can do the same thing. Like does, is that something that concerns you a little bit? If you're one of these bottom teams, like the wizards or the Suns, would you risk that? Do you think it's something worth playing for to maybe lose your lottery odd spot? I I think that like the way that they did this format, I think there had to be some sort of like they had to like with the players or whatever, like there had to be some sort of like conversation where they were like, I mean, do you guys care to try to make the playoffs? Like I, I don't because the other the teams they eliminated are teams that like really have absolutely no shot. I mean, the Suns are yeah. six games back and I guess that's where they set the cutoff. But I just I, I think they <sighs> I think they set more of the cutoff of if we can grab Devin Booker and uh, whatever his uh, center DeAndre is. DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton. Ayton. Yeah, grab Aaron those Baines. two. and uh, Yeah, the big Aaron Baines. Frank Kaminsky. Grab, yeah. grab those two and put them in, you know, on TV. Then grabbing Charlotte or even the Bulls and putting them on TV. I think, I think that's what it more went into. They were looking, all right, who can we get in? Um, what makes sense and when they got down the bottom they're like all right we can you know we can justify putting in phoenix because there's six games putting the cutoff at six we can grab you know we can grab devin booker on tv and he's a young player and we can don't have to worry about bringing in charlotte or the bulls so i think that's more or less that's probably what is realistically what's happening because you're going to get more eyes plus it's a young player it's a young superstar um so I don't see why not. I, I agree with you, Danny. I think it is because they just – I think it's partly because of the RSNs for some yeah. of these teams just to get more. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't hurt the you know salary cap as much for the next year. And right. it also gets more regional fan bases involved yeah. into yeah. this you know two-month push. Exactly. Um, now, they said the latest that this might go would be mid-October. And we've already heard reports that they would turn around and try to play or start the next season December 25th. Do you think, Daniel, that there is going to be an issue with players or any kind of kickback on, hey, especially for the ones that are in this format, hey, we just played you know, three straight months of a lot of back-to-backs, a lot of weird times. Uh, trying to get back in shape off a, a couple months, and then we got to turn right back around in you know two months yeah. and start a whole nother season. Do you think that's going to be an issue? I I think it definitely could be, uh, but a lot of these guys were to the point where their bodies are just getting ready to fail them, and the season stopped. Because uh, usually towards the last end is what you ramp up for, and that's when it gets the most difficult. So realistically, that pandemic kind of saved them a little bit. They're going to go, obviously, in hyperdrive for two, maybe three months, depending on how long, you know, whoever goes. And then they're off for another two months, so they get another quick rest. 
I, I, two months is a long time to let your body kind of rest and kind of let you work it out the way you want to work out. Uh, not on the road as much. So I think they'll be okay. Um, I think they'll be, you know, there'll be some stuff that they won't like, but you're not going to like everything. So I, I think they'll be okay. And I, I think you'll see teams rest probably a little bit more this next season, the 2021 season, whatever it's going to be called. Um, and I, I, I think that's what you'll end up seeing is just a little bit more rest, especially early from like LeBron, uh, the aging superstars. I think you'll see some rest. And another thing to point out there is that at least eight teams will have had nine months off. That's that's crazy. Something to think about too. That's, like eight teams will. Have, can we have a? Can we have a weird start to the season where like the Knicks are doing well to start? The season? I mean, maybe it also could be one of those <laughs> things where like maybe the first like they're so rusty, they're awful. Yeah, right. it could be that, but Most, like. A lot of those, oh, a lot of the teams, you're gonna have guys that have had an entire NBA season's worth of rest, and like, yeah, you're well, not you getting the full like four months off that they usually get during their year, but they've all had three months off already. Yeah, and then if they get another right. two months, like they still net months off is plus one to the players. So I don't know. Yeah, but also the other thing is is. For example, the Knicks that you used, most of those guys were signed on one-year deals. They're not all coming back to play with each other again. I'm, I'll be interested to see how free agency works out because I think a lot of these teams are just going to stand pat. Hey, guys. Have you ever thought about what you're writing with? Well, grab the yellow number two. The number two pencil. It's the best pencil in the world. Why is it number two? Well, we f***ed up the first one. Now, this next section. I uh, let y'all got in all your thoughts and feelings. This next section is something that's been bothering me. It's been bothering me for a couple weeks now. What's that? And I'm calling this section my axe to grit and grind. Oh, okay. I like it. Uh, Somebody's been getting creative with kiddos. I, <laughs> Man has I another kid. He's a marketing because, machine. Because <laughs> this has annoyed me to death. All right. Be careful, Don. And Draper. I'm just going to I'm going to lay it all out here. And maybe hopefully this will make sense and sound, you know, intelligent. Probably won't. But it's just probably just going to be ranting and foaming from. No, this is going to be you your know. your carousel pitch. I can't wait. I'm excited. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that they're bringing 22 teams and having an eight game regular season quote unquote thing to decide the seating because it's fair. This is risking the whole playoffs. Right. God forbid. What if one of these top players? LeBron, uh, Kawhi, what if they get COVID-19 from Are us? you saying that teams that are not as successful are more likely <laughs> to have COVID-19? Are you bringing, like, are you saying that there is a lower class of team that they are bringing to Orlando? I'm just saying that you are risking your playoffs <laughs> – and putting a forever the most asterisk by a champion there will ever be in league history. No one will feel satisfied by this if, for some reason, Giannis has to quarantine seven days and misses games two through five of the NBA Finals. It's 14 days. And they lose. This won't mean anything for any teams. I get it. You wanted to have the regional sports network money. You wanted to get that money. You wanted it. I don't care what you say. You wanted to keep the integrity. Uh, You wanted to keep it fair. I have all this kind of bull crap that you have. You might lose yourself the playoffs because you're trying to get to 70 games for these teams. I have a rebuttal. To me, to me, the Grizz are getting screwed. I do not like this at all. Yes, I I know they get this four-game cushion. Everybody's like, oh, that seems fair. Okay. Yeah, I get it. 
They were supposed to have a hard schedule. I understand that. Would they have maybe gotten caught by the Pelicans who had a much easier schedule? Possibly. We don't know. Um, I'm just saying that it is absolutely abysmal the length the league has gone to accommodate star players, especially one Mr. Damian Lillard. Right. I'm sorry that your teammates got injured and you had to play with Hassan Whiteside. (laughs) Guess what happens every season to teams who should have been best playoff, you know, a good playoff team or in the playoff injuries. I'm sorry that happened to your team this year, but that's how it goes. How about we be professional and quit crying and saying you would have no reason to play if they came back. You would just sit on the bench. You're getting paid $30 million a year to be a professional basketball player. How about you show up? How about you quit being a baby about it? Oh, oh, I didn't make it to the playoffs. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. We had a a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic that I hope doesn't happen again in our lifetime. I'm sorry that we have to accommodate your feelings, and you can't be a professional and go out there and play. So you're not going to play because you have no chance to playoffs? Sorry? I get why he wants to play this year. I get it. Uh, It's probably because he's getting older and his career's about to be done. So he needs to be in the playoffs every year. And I know they made the Western Conference Finals last year, but do we really think this man getting an eight seed, he's really Hmm. going to advance? So I hate this because... The Grizzlies are kind of the forgotten guy. Everyone's going to side with the Grizzlies. Oh, it's fair for Grizz. They get this four-game cushion, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's already at three and a half. Okay? Right. And if they start off slow at all against the murderous teams they'll play, <laughs> there's going to be a play-in. This is going to happen. There is no doubt about it. And I am worried about losing back-to-back games. And I'm worried about the Grizz. You know, maybe they get that top six pick protected in the lottery and they get screwed then they have to give an unprotected to the celtics last year next year so i hate all of this i think it's really annoying and i'm surprised that grizz fans have been okay with it that they have been so far because this really really bothered me i have a question and so i i am here to say with you grizz fans that i have been wandering for a long time for a play an nba team and this has really, really got me going. And I'm all Grizz versus everybody. I'm all Grizz Ooh. next gen. The Grizzlies are going to be my team. I'm Baby, tired of this. Back. All yes! It, all, it took was them, all it took was them getting absolutely screwed by the NBA so they can Ooh. feed Damien's hurt feelings because mm. his team was not good enough to be in the eighth seed when this horrible thing happened, and he has to be bailed out by them to have a shot to get dominated by the Lakers. And I'm sorry that Zion didn't play three quarters of the season. That's not the Grizzlies' fault. Why do you have to take it at the expense of the Grizzlies' season for what they did? Surprise everybody in the league. Hit their Vegas right. over under before this pandemic hit. Before Zion played? And then... <laughs> You're going to have the nerve to say, well, you get this four-game cushion. It's already three and a half. Okay? Right. You think they're going to extend that? They're not. But I'm with you, Grizz Nation. I'm here for you. Grizz Next Gen. Grizz versus everybody. I'm out. All right. I have, I have two things. First and foremost, my, I do actually have a question about the draft pick thing. Because... If the Blazers are just within four games of the regular season win total, mm. Mm. does that actually affect the lottery? Do the Grizzlies move into the lottery if they lose the play-in thing? Or They do. That has been said. That is the dumbest I have ever heard in my entire life. Grizz could have a better overall record and still make the lottery Okay, if that, they lose that play-in game. 
But we're talking about one. We're talking about one game. No, I know, but like, that's I'm saying stupid. you're the last what 14th place. You're not getting in the top six with 14th. No, no but probably not. Probably not. But that. But also, like I would say, it's just like what if they start there's slow? There's a ping pong I mean, ball's chance that it happens. I, I agree. Before I we went, agree. before we went to break, the Grizz weren't actually tearing it up from this pandemic, and they had Jaron Jackson and Brandon Clark hurt. Both should be back, right? But who knows what's going to happen? Dude, come on. You're getting Brandon Clark, Jaron Jackson, Justice Winslow. Hello. You get a training camp to bring him back up to speed. Like, you get a really good player, if not a starter, in Justice Winslow to be on your team and actually get him involved in the offense compared to trying to figure it out when you have no practices during a normal season. I still have questions about Justice Winslow. Like, is he going to play point guard for the Grizzlies? Because that's like the only time he's been like jumping off the page as a fantastic player. I know he's a dookie. You didn't. We don't. uh, In college, he played off the ball all the time. And literally it's just – all he mainly is college basketball is different in the NBA. Is a slasher. I'm just saying he's a slasher. He's an athlete. When he put up what thirty or whatever on the Grizzlies, I think the first game of the season, he's an athlete, and that's what he does. He rebounds well, and he slashes, and Plays point he guard. can. He's really good around the rim. And, Anything's and, better than Grayson Allen, okay? And yeah, I cannot like, wait when poor Dame, I get to wave at him. Like he did to the Thunder last year, as we send him home, and the Grizzlies lose to the Lakers four one. I'm here for it, baby. Let's go. I have another. <laughs> I have another thing too. Like on when you were saying about like the um, asterisk next to the championship, we could we could go through every NBA championship that has ever been won. And we could put an asterisk next to it because of players taken down by injury and different things like that. There is luck that is involved in winning any title in any sport. Injuries. Would you say that the past champions, because I have always said that, you know that, yeah. that you need the injury luck to get there. But would you say of the past 20 years of NBA champions, the right team did win? Uh, Would you say that? You can make a case that... For how many? Maybe one or two? You could probably go two to four. The teams that always make it to the finals are either the top three or four teams. Well, yeah, since they've they've changed everything to seven games and, like, typically the the best team team wins. But there have been times where you could say, you know, you could even make a case that the 2010 Lakers winning the title with Kendrick Perkins getting hurt in game six. Like, you could make that case. You could say that the Spurs beating the Heat in that, or not the Spurs, the Mavericks beating the Heat in that 2011 finals was kind of fluky, or 2010. If you 11, have a whatever, finals, 11, yeah. if if you have a finals that is the Houston Rockets versus the Boston Celtics, they're going to call it an asterisk. But that's and they are. But that's stupid. If there's not an LA team or a Bucks team in here, but I mean, Boston maybe not. You never know. But that's but, dumb. They're playing. It's not like it's not like they're. That, I, I'm not saying it's not dumb. You know how these how sports media is. We are right. Yeah. I mean, technically, we are that part is of sports what media. They're gonna say correct, <laughs> but we could change the narrative. We could flip the script. <laughs> we can We're invoke flip change. It. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if that happens, the Rockets beat the Lakers second round. Someone from the Lakers. That LeBron might have happened hurt. in an 82 game season because the you Rockets were lighting that. the world on fire for two weeks with their weird People style of play. People will not say that. People will not say that. People will say it's because of the pandemic. LeBron was rusty. It's not going to happen. I'm not a person, I guess. I don't count. It's going to be an asterisk by this. It's going to be the worst one in the NBA if something happens. It's, it won't be the worst one. If something one. happens. They still played more games than they have in a couple of lockout seasons. There's multiple lockout seasons they played more games. The teams that are involved in this 22-game thing, not all of them are playoff contenders, but they eliminated the people that have absolutely no shot at the playoffs before. You know, like Those teams weren't making the playoffs. There's no reason to keep them competing unless they're working on lottery odds. And in that case, they're losing on purpose, which is not something that the league needs anyway. 
And I just think, like, if you go down and you look through it, like, line by line at everything that's going on, like, if you put an asterisk next to it, like, you're just you're just grasping at straws because the team you didn't want to win didn't win the title. If you right. look at everything so you, that they're it, doing, the Oklahoma, the Oklahoma City Thunder win the NBA 2020 NBA championship. You think that's going to be? They played four right. seven game series for it, and they won four seven game series. Well, yeah, I think they deserve to win the NBA title. Right. Good for Chris Paul. Okay. And with with no injuries, whatever. No, if someone's taken out of a series because of injury or whatever, you think they're still going to be like, oh yeah, this is legitimate? Yeah, it is. They won four seven game series. The playoff format didn't change at all. Yeah, but what if they don't have to play Anthony Davis and LeBron James? Are people going to say the same thing? Okay, so They're what? Not. The Anthony They're Davis not. and LeBron James should have won the series before whatever series they didn't win to get to that playoff game. You still got to play so, the games. But, you still got to win. You can't just put an asterisk next to it because you don't like the like the like what happened. They're still playing four seven game series. There were regular season games left. They shortened that a little bit. It's still going to be more games than have ever been played in a lockout season. They put, what, 60 games together in 2011. They put, or 2012. I can't remember which season it was that we had that lockout. I think it was 2011. Uh, They played, like, 50 games or 55 in, like, 1999, 2000. Like, they're playing more games this year than they have played in any lockout season. And they're actually playing the playoffs to the full format. I mean, we can go back and we can put asterisks next to all the – all the playoffs that only had five game series in the first round, if you want, because the best team doesn't always win a five game series. Do you remember who won the NBA championship last year? Last year, it was the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. And everybody said it's an asterisk because of the, uh, I guess, KD getting hurt and, and Clay. Clay, yeah. Clay getting hurt. It was this big asterisk. You know who doesn't care? The Toronto Raptors. Yeah, and the fans of Toronto. And it's honestly forgotten. It's forgotten about. They're champions. They were the champions last year. It's pretty much yeah. forgotten. Yet, would they have gotten beat by Golden State with full, like, at full strength? Completely healthy? Pro- probably. We don't know, but it's not an asterisk. It's so, yes, I agree. I understand what you're saying, but I also understand that for the most part, this is all going to be how it was going to be going to the playoffs. The only thing that could change is the eighth seed in either conference. That's it. Nothing else is changing. Except so, when someone contracts COVID-19. Okay, someone breaks their leg. They're not playing in the NBA either. Like It's not like they're out there <laughs> biological warfare. Like They're not like... Like no one's like injecting LeBron James or like dropping COVID-19 into his drink. Like They're just... They're playing basketball. Like... There's risk involved anytime you play a sport as far as injury or illness goes, like you're in contact with people, like whatever. Like that's a risk that they've all agreed to take. So, I mean, if one of them gets it, then one of them gets it. That's like that's what the world that's the world we live in. Like, I mean But that has I not think, been the media narrative toward this. Well, no, that hasn't been if the media somebody narrative. If somebody gets this, COVID but, during this, an NBA player, the NBA will get destroyed. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, though, because Paul George could land weird against a basketball stanchion and snap his leg in half. Mm. You know, that happened. Like, Yeah, but this is different. This is a worldwide yeah, pandemic. Yeah, you're, you're comparing completely different things. I know yeah. I'm comparing completely different things, but... I, I just uh, think the media narrative will be negative towards them. But The media narrative will be negative, but I'm saying if you just look at it like... There's risk involved every time you step on a basketball court. Any number of freak things can happen. You could land on someone's foot weird coming down from a rebound, a dunk, whatever. Like, there's all kinds of weird stuff that can happen. Freak accidents happen all the time. You could tear an Achilles, like KD, um, you know, relatively young, healthy guy, rips his leg in half. So, I mean, there's stuff that can happen all the time. Like, this is one of those things. I mean, these are theoretically some of the most healthy like in shape people in the country so the risk factor should be pretty low for them as far as like getting sick like you'd think their immune systems would be pretty good obviously a couple players got it right there's been a few players that have already had it like there are four players on the nets or like there's a few people on the celtics that got it obviously rudy gobert and donovan mitchell but like you got to think like if if the nba does everything right anyway 
and they test everyone when they get there and they keep everyone confined, like that does mitigate the risk. Like if they're, and I can't imagine that with the millions of dollars on the line, the NBA is going to just be like, Oh no, you're good. Go on through like right. random person that we have no idea whether or not you've been quarantined and or like tested beforehand. Like, I think the reason you're looking at a July 31st start date is not only because the facilities and things like that, they need to get ready, but also making sure that everyone is, done what they're supposed to do and stayed away from the public or whatever for a period of time long enough that if they have contracted or whatever, that they've already been done with it. Like I, I just, I don't, I know that there's a risk that people might get sick, but like if we just decided that like, Oh, well somebody might catch it and then they wouldn't be able to play in the playoffs. And like the reason that we're not, that we decide not to have the playoffs this year is because there might be an asterisk next to it. Wouldn't it be better to have, then play the playoffs as they are formatted anyway and run the risk of that versus not playing them at all and then just wondering who would have won. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the players would have allowed this season not to happen of some sort. Exactly. But, like the players have too much to play for. Like they're they're cool with taking the risk. Like I think that yeah. if you're gonna play if you play all the games, like even if someone gets sick, I think, you know, you can someone could get sick outside of coronavirus and not be able to play in a game or two like that's happened before. So it's not crazy. I, I don't know. I mean, I know this is a little bit different. It's like uncharted territory for everyone, but like, I mean, there are things that are like outside of the control of what any person can do that happen, but they're still playing the same number of games that they always have. Like there's not anything the NBA can do about coronavirus. Like they can't like, LeBron James isn't in a lab somewhere working on a vaccine. <laughs> like, like uh, Kevin Durant isn't <laughs> testing for antibodies anywhere. Like, that's not a thing that's happening. Okay. And it's not something that they're able to do out of the scope. Like, all they can do is put a tournament on that is the same, that is as close to what they normally do as possible and try to get as many games in as they can. And I think that they're doing that. So, I, I, I mean, I think if you put an asterisk next to it, like, you're just being nitpicky. Okay. That's so, fair. That's so I, I do I do have a question about this. Um, I when are they arriving onto let's say Disney World campus, for example? Isn't it because late June? You think they're uh, arriving, so they'll be there. I th- I thought they're for supposed a month. to. Yeah, I thought they're supposed to do like a couple week mini camp. Okay, because that was my that's my question was. What if you get there, and I didn't know when they're arriving, so what if they got there June 20th, 11 days prior, and you start testing, and all of a sudden you find out that some of these guys have COVID, then you're automatically, they're out, you know, a few games. So that's why I was They're not curious. out a few games. If they get there June 20th, the playoffs don't, they're, they're not going to start no, playing I know until that. July 31st. That's a month and a half. I mean, if they got there July 20th, sorry. Um like 11 days prior. So that's what was my question was, are they going to be there? So they're going to be there a month training camp roughly before yeah. they start games. So they're already going to be quarantined within their own little bubble. So, yeah. So if anything happens, like, I mean, obviously you would hope that it happens earlier rather than later. And then you right. just quarantine that person for a couple of weeks during training camp. Yeah. I think, I think we're going to get some positive test when they all arrive. I agree the, you know that I have not been a, like a, coronavirus like freak out person um like i look at the data okay (laughs) and i don't i don't freak out about this like some people do like if you go outside you're gonna burn in hell like i'm not that (laughs) kind of person uh well i mean it's hot outside (laughs) memphis yes i don't know if you guys know about humidity or anything but i i just I still come back to the whole thing of why would you increase your risk factor with 22 teams, keep it at 16, just play six, you know, games between those 16 teams. I just don't like them opening themselves up to risk to put at it, to put at risk these playoffs because I want the integrity of these playoffs because I do not want to look back in a few years or here the day after or that night on sports center, someone's stupid take about, well, this guy got this. So who knows? Maybe this year is up in the air. That's what I don't want. 
Now, I but know. what you just said crystallizes everything that I said. Someone's stupid take. <laughs> it is a stupid take, but you know it's going to be there. I said that from For the beginning. Sure. So what? It's a dumb take, Let's but do, it's going to be there. Half, 70% of everything said on first take is a stupid take. <laughs> So we should. So, I agree. So we that should be. Sucks. We should be the shining knights that shows that this is a legitimate champion. This is what you got, right? Yes. Okay. That is our crusade for the NBA. Bet. That is that is our NBA platform this year. No asterisks. All heart, grit, grind. <laughs> Grizz versus everybody. This, Let's go. I'm looking is... at free agents the Grizz can pick up this summer. And I will be deep diving who they should be drafting. Oh wait, they won't have drafting. They uh, gonna bring. They, they gonna bring Marcus spots back. All right. <laughs> they get Marcus. <laughs> they get Marcus All for that veteran leadership. Oh, oh man, yes. I can't believe but, it. So this year, I think in the playoffs, I think these veteran teams are actually going to benefit. There's no travel. You're in a beautiful area, so the weather's nice. Uh, so. I feel like unless you're having a hurricane. The, well, the hurricanes don't bother you unless you die. They just they're gonna shuttle you I don't over think you to understand the game. How a hurricane affects things, man. Like, like I think the city of New Orleans would beg to differ that they don't affect you unless you die. I'm just saying, like they're unless I'm they completely have to cut take out. out all of basketball. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to cut. The, they don't affect you unless you die. Everyone in the city of New Orleans is. Is turning off this podcast right now and coming to your house to put water in your walls. <laughs> I'm just saying that obviously hurricanes are a big deal, but it's not like everybody won't be affected by the same thing because they're all in a bubble. They're all near the same area. Well, yeah, they're in so a they're bubble, all affected but like by the, the wind thing. might knock the bubble over. <laughs> God. It's not. It's not like Shut the up. bubble like shields you. From, it's not like they put like a physical bubble over the place, <laughs> and they it shields them from all the weather. Like they're not in a biosphere. Like they're just in one place. The bubble is a like you don't, it's a. You don't get it. I get it. Well, this I get you it. Get it. You don't get it. Look, it's no. It's, I get it. It's nice to I be talking. It. It's nice to be talking about the NBA again. I really miss this. So I'm glad we're back. Danny, do you have wait. anything to plug before we go? Yep, I do. Uh, follow me at Daniel Greer on Twitter. Uh, there's a lot of craziness in the world today. Uh, be nice to people. Uh, respect people, no matter who they are. Uh, that's my that's my soapbox. I'm gonna stand on that. Uh, try to keep out of uh, what's going on. Keep out of politics as well. Uh, but just be nice to people. Take care of your friends, no matter who they are. Uh, just be nice. Even people that aren't your friends. Be nice to them, too. I like that message. Cody? Um, I am just going to say I cannot wait for the NBA season to be back. I'm very excited about that. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody underscore Holsey. Um, if I'm also really excited for Daniel's confused takes when the NBA players are not playing basketball and hamster balls um, <laughs> on the court, as he seems to believe that everyone will be in a bubble. Um, bubble boy. So I am really excited for that. Um, also, uh, just to you know, jump onto Daniel's soapbox there. Like, I completely agree with him. Like, be nice to other people. Like, try to put yourself in other people's shoes. Sometimes, um, think about things from another person's perspective, whether you agree with them or not. Um, I think that. The way that things are just in our country right now, as far as like if you get on Twitter, it's very divided. Um, I think everyone is pretty set in their ways and their beliefs, but I think it is helpful, even with small things, um, as well as the big picture stuff, to put yourself in someone else's shoes. So I would encourage everyone to think about another perspective that may not be their own and just be nice to everyone and try to take care of each other and be safe i like those messages gentlemen i am at rd meadows 11 follow us at free basketball three now that we know exact dates of when the nba is supposed to come back maybe we'll actually get this mock draft done um Mm, we still don't know the lottery who that what the actual lottery is but we have to wait to apparently august for that so that's a real bummer so we have kind of teased doing one for probably a month now so i think we're actually gonna do it and just go based off record 
and just have no, a little fun. This is fun like the with Bulls it. podcast. It's never happening. We're d- <laughs> hey, and the good the good news, we don't have to do a 30 team summer preview. That is true. We don't have to do that. Maybe we, so sorry Bulls, that's two years in a row. You won't get talked about. <laughs> so be looking for that. No, we have to do a fall preview. We have to do a 30 team fall preview. We're only going to have 2 months to get it done. I was about to say we'll be doing 4 a week every other day. <laughs> well guys, it was nice to uh be on this and talk to y'all again. We will obviously be back soon. Hope everyone has a good week. Please stay safe out there and like everyone said, please be kind. I don't know what else to say after that. I really felt like you had something else coming after that. You said it with like the inflection of Please someone who's not finished with a sentence. Please be kind and we're out. <laughs> My mind just like completely shut down. Please be kind and enjoy the rest of your week. Listen to this podcast. Uh, comment, rate, review. Uh, only positive things though. If you hated it, just shut up. Free basketball out. We out!